Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus all right, Andy, the Patriots, uh, like every other team, have to cut down to 53 men, 53 players, 53 football people. As of 4 p.m. Tuesday, August 30th, uh, you whipped up a little roster projection on WEI.com. Uh, let me hear your final projections or just make some cases for big cuts, surprise keeps, etc., etc. Okay, well, the first place I want to start is a guy, yeah. and it's a transition from the Raiders game. One of the more un unfortunate aspects of the game, other than the game, was Ty Montgomery uh, injuring his ankle, being carted off uh, to the locker room. A guy that, I mean, you could make an argument, one of their best offensive players this summer consistently looked like a guy that was going to be a core role player, maybe take over some of that third down James White passing back mm -hmm. role. And so as I post my roster projection this morning, which has Ty Montgomery on it, because I looked at Ty Montgomery in one of two cases, mm -hmm. short-term injury. So he's on the roster and we'll see you in week three against the Ravens or something longer term injury. You're on the roster. We put you on IR and then you will return at some point when you're healthy enough to return. But I read after I post mine, I read the roster projections from Phil Perry and Karen Garigian, two mm -hmm. reporters that I, I respect very much Two are my mm -hmm. favorite reporters on the beat. Karen. Hello. How did you get here? Says, says Grunt to the boys in the Where room. Where are you? <laughs> um, they didn't have Ty Montgomery on their roster projections. They had him cut. And I... Um, oh, that, anyway, this that, is great. <laughs> that's jo Joseph, Joseph Tierney. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. Joseph Tierney making a roster comment, watching live on Facebook. If Jelani Tavai stays on the roster, I'm jumping from the new lighthouse. <laughs> a, I think you die if you do that. It's going to be much higher than it's the other be one. It's going to be 218 feet. So please don't do that. We do not encourage that. Um, B, I don't think, I don't think he makes it. No, he, I don't he, either. So wait, Perry. So Phil Perry and Karen Garigian said now because of this injury, uh, Ty Montgomery likely gets Kutsky. I guess I don't uh. see it. Um, and if that happens, their running back room becomes a little bit thin. I like Damian Harris, but we know Damian Harris gets nicked up on occasion. He's kind of been nicked up at various points in his right. career. And Ramondre Stevenson, as much as I love him, and I actually 
spun it as a positive that maybe he'll get more touches and more, you know, three down player. Bill has acknowledged mm-hmm. they might go more three down back, less predictable. Mm-hmm. I I'm I don't think Kevin Harris or Pierre Strong are ready to go. Um, I think they're both candidates for the typical Patriots, red shirt, whatever. I mean, Harris, Holy Vereen and uh, Vereen and uh, with, uh, Ridley from 2011. Like, yeah, you guys will both maybe touch the ball four or five times this year. Right. Tops. And Tops. to me, J.J. Taylor is a 4A player. I, I don't really need to see him in regular season action all that often. I thought it was symbolic that his best player was diving on a fumble um, the other day against the Raiders. So... I don't know. I think you're going to need Ty Montgomery on the roster at some point whenever he becomes healthy, assuming this is not a season type season ending type injury. Um, the other areas that I find personally interesting, um, Bill Belichick was asked some questions in his press conference, tying it into the, the roster projection. They asked about his tackle depth and he said, yeah, we got four guys there that I like. And I was like, oh, oh, interesting. You're giving me the number of guys you like Isaiah Wynn, Trent Brown. And he did go with Justin Huron and Yadni Kajust. And okay. Ta- well, nurse, can we get a wellness check on Mr. Belichick? Well, it is what it is. Um, but you know, there's some speculation today. I guess Yadni Kajus wasn't on the practice field, and our guy Kyrie Thompson wondered, oh, could he be cut? I, I don't think there's any chance he gets cut. Justin Haran's had a bad summer. He's been hurt, and when he hasn't been hurt, he's been terrible, <laughs> which is a terrible right. combination. Not um, a good combination to win a job or make meaningful plays in the NFL. But Marshall Bill- Newhouse comes to mind. Bill listed those four guys as his tackle depth and being comfortable with him. I also Mm -hmm. found it interesting when he was asked by Chris Boomer Berman, um, what his favorite position was on the roster, what he position he liked the most, which if any other reporter on the planet had asked would have gotten a throw up face and no answer. He says, yeah, the safety position. Yeah. It's really dead. Blah, blah, blah. We've talked, but he He did. He did. Wow. You know who he did not list. If he do, went, so help me God, if you tell me that he played Jabril Peppers late in the game Friday and no, then no, didn't no. mention him today, I'm I'm going to jump from the lighthouse after whatever his face. No, no, no. He, he likes Jabril Peppers, but okay. he did not. He he listed five guys. He okay. went McCordy, Duggar, person. Phillips, Peppers, Miles Bryant. Where's Josh Bledsoe? Where's Joshua Bledsoe? He didn't really mention Joshua Bledsoe until significantly later. I have Joshua Bledsoe on my roster. I think he's the fifth safety. Bill's comments led me to believe maybe Josh Bledsoe isn't on overly solid footing. Cause I do think there's probably six spots ish that are kind of up for grabs. Like I think you have the last defensive lineman, the last Mm -hmm. cornerback, maybe the last safety, like Terrence Mitchell. I have him on my roster. I'm guessing you don't want him on your roster. I didn't have him on my roster. I think you're going to need a veteran corner. I just, I think, I know he's a journeyman. I know there was that miscommunication in the Raiders game. I think if you count too much on Miles Bryant, Marcus Jones, Jack Jones at corner, you're playing a dangerous game. You're moving Jonathan Jones to the outside. What if he needs to go back inside? So I I think you need whatever Terrence Mitchell is. I'm not saying he's good. I'm not saying like, oh, JC Jackson replacement. We got Terrence Mitchell. I think you might need him. Uh, on the roster. So I have him on my roster. Um, the defensive line is another spot where I think a lot of people don't know what to make of the bottom of the roster, right? The top of okay. it is good. Yep. But are you keeping Henry Anderson? I don't know. Over Equale, who's got a little bit of a uh, suspension well, he actually to deal benefits with. You. He has a suspension, yeah. so you don't have to count him for two weeks. You well, actually luck out. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so maybe you audition LeBron Ray or one LeBron of the other Ray, Demarcus Mitchell, um, Sam Roberts, the draft. Kyle Davis. Like, I love Sam Roberts. Th- there's one of those, couple of those guys could be there. And it was funny, be- not funny. Nothing's ever funny. Uh, Matt Grow. When you're talking about Matt Grow, nothing's ever funny. Um, nope. He said yeah, today. The leader of the Joshua Bledsoe fan club, Matt Grow. Well, maybe he's losing his uh, his yoke in the organization if Joshua Tragic. Bledsoe. Who knows? We'll Tragic. see. Um, but he talked about the idea of getting guys through and which guys can you get through. And, like, you know, you want to keep a guy, but you have two guys and you're like, that guy somebody mm-hmm. called about. So they might have interest in him. Or that guy was drafted. That guy wasn't. We can sneak that guy through to the practice squad he can clear waivers so like i don't know what what do people think of lebrian ray does he have a name because he's from alabama and was once thought of as like a high prospect or is he just a jag bottom of the roster guy who you cut it, you it put could on be waivers. yeah it could be uh, byron cowart 2.0 like another five-star high school yep. recruit who never panned out at a major college program somehow gets to the pros on reputation prospect promise and potential and then who right. knows or maybe he turns out to be a stud and he gives you, you know, uh, you know, a store brand value of Christian Barmore without the sticker price. Who knows? So I think those are some, I, I think linebacker is a spot where people think it's unsettled. I think it's kind of settled in personally um, mm-hmm. between, you know, you have Judon and Bentley as the guys, Uche mm-hmm. and Jennings as the new guys who are showing a little flash of something. Nice Mac Wilson, Raekwon McMillan. I think that's your linebacker core. I, I, you know, the Cam McGrone experience never really played out. Um, the Tavai, I know Bill likes him, but I'm not I sure don't. he makes it. Is, and he's a Patricia guy, Jesse Ebner, watching on Facebook. Andy, is Mac Jones the next Tony Eason? Your thoughts? 617 No. He's not a, uh, he's not a Punani like Tony Eason. Wow. Um, you know, Hog Hannah said he shouldn't wear a dress to the field all the time. Ah, um, I love that man. No, I, I think Mac Jones is a competitor. Do I think he's great? Do I know he's great? I do not know he's great. I'm, I'm not sure. So we'll see. Um, I, I agree with you on the linebacking core. Back to back to the subject and matter at hand. I agree with you on the linebacking focus. core. Stay fo- must stay focused. Um, Ooh, what happens on um, the linebackers, the safeties? Don't cut Bledsoe. Going to have to keep a bunch of corners because you're going to need a ton of them, and some of them might actually have some return value as well. Special teams. Are you mm. keeping? Are you keeping Cody Davis and are you keeping Justin Bethel or are you going to go with Schooler and some of the new uh, guys? I've been on Schooler since the day he signed. That he was like the next in line, Matthew Slater. He's worked as the next in line, Matthew Slater. All those core drills. Been the personal protector. I mean, some punts, and that's a Cody Davis role. I think you can save. It's like two million bucks you can save if you cut Cody Davis. I think it's the team that's looking to save some money potentially and. I'm not sure you can any longer afford to the, these trade ideas. Oh, trade Nelson Aguilar or trade Damian Harris or trade this guy to c- open up some cap space. I think you can cut Cody Davis and get by. So, yes, I think Schooler makes it and that Davis may be the guy that goes. I think Justin Bethel still makes it, even though Mike Reese has posed the idea that maybe Bethel is a surprise special teams cut. Um, Demarcus Mitchell's an interesting guy that ties into that special teams work. If he makes it on on defensive line or makes it on special teams, whatever, uses up one of those roster spots. I think he's a guy that sort of um, upsets the numbers on special teams. But, yeah, I got Schooler on my roster. Schooler Rock. Schooler Rock. There it is. Your first nickname of the 2022 season, Schooler Rock. I'm with you on that one. I I think you have such a dearth of playmaking talent that you have to keep guys like Lil Jordan Humphrey on the team 
because you need him to play where Justin Bethel would have, but Justin Bethel is not going to make many contributions on defense. And if you see him out there at corner, then you are screwed blue and tattooed. Whereas maybe little Jordan Humphrey can sub in at tight end, be a big wide out there in a jumbo set with Devante Parker. Parker, I yep. hardly knew her. So I, I can see sadly a lot of these lifetime. I know you hate that one. It's fine. Don't worry about it. it just want just one time, just one time, one time, one time only. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I can see that happening. Um, any other wide receivers or backs that are going to surprise you? Well, I just know I, I went lighter um, on the skill position players on my roster. I have no use for Devin Asiasi. I'll get my extra Thank tight you. end Thank reps you. out of whether it's Humphrey and Justin Huron, for example. I have those two right. guys on my roster. There's your blocking tight end. There's your extra move tight end in uh, Lil Jordan mm -hmm. Humphrey. So I, yeah, Devin Asiasi, the experiment is over. Move on from those third round picks, mid round picks a couple years ago. It just oh didn't my work. God. Two wasted third round picks on tight ends. Dalton yep. Keene, Rambo, hardly knew you. Uh, now Asiasi, so, so, so long. So see you later. Disaster. Freaking yes. disaster. I, I swear to God, I've asked this before on the pod and on the radio show, and I want to do it again. If Bill Belichick was coach, like two Bill Belichick coach, Bill Belichick GM, they would not get along if they were separate people. They would be mad at each other, especially coach would be always angry at GM, but he gets a pass all the time for some of these, like yeah, from people like you. And Bill we trust. Don't you play the you Don't you play the you people game, you son I'm of a you people. I I have been on his ass about no, all up these. His ass. It's a different uh, excuse thing. Excuse me. Just because I trust and believe in the man being able to turn this thing around does not in any way, shape, or form mean I am going to excuse some of these drafts of recent and yesteryear. Oh no no no, friend. <laughs> no no no. They have been B A D terrible let me ask you a question all right i'll see if i have an answer if you were to be able to acquire a low-level talent now i'm not saying oh you're mm -hmm. going to get some game-changing player if you were able to acquire a low-level talent that's be good enough to be on your roster whether it be mm -hmm. with a waiver claim or a trade where mm -hmm. would you want that talent to be right now i want that talent on um what i distribute on a regular basis offensive line offensive yes. lines yes you nailed it tackle yeah I, I personally would say give me a tackle because i actually think you have james ference kind of in the hole there i don't have him on my roster because no. i think you can always get him back he's always going to be available he'll he'll be like the guy with the sign under the overpass on route one mm -hmm. just bill can i come back in now or whatever the yeah. sign will say <laughs> um but yeah. we'll block for food yeah no yep. no we're good I think they um I think they need help on the the offensive line and tackle in particular. Now, as Matt Gro said, everybody in the NFL is looking for tackles. There's not enough tackles to go around in this league, so, you know, you can want, that doesn't mean you're going to get it. We got to figure out what the NFI is on Stuba. Cuz we got to get uh, Super Stuber. We got to get the oh, he, he done. The Massachusetts. He done here. No, 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 no. He went on the NFI. He's out for 4 weeks. He didn't go on injured no. reserve. He's gone for the year. What? Yes, gone for the year. See you no, soon. I, I no, no, no. Don't Want a better beer? You can add to the seven thousand you already owe me. All right, hold on right here, Andrew Stuber. Let me get the news. It's gonna happen. Come on, Stuba. Up. Oh. Patriots rookie Andrew Stuber's mystery injury has been revealed, and it is boy, geez, you, you don't you don't check your Google alerts on Stuber for a couple of days. And uh, let's see, he's recovering from a torn hamstring suffered during yeah. the offseason. Yeah. Son of a ditch. He's Ugh. gone for the year. You owe me another beer. 
Oh my god! That and the fact that I drafted Najee Harris first overall in my fantasy draft yesterday. Now really? I find out he's got a list Frank injury. No, you didn't. I did. Well, first of all, it was dumb to draft him number one overall. That's a terrible. Well, no, pick it was a key. Out. No, it was a keeper league. So oh. technically, my first round pick feels like a second or a third round pick. But he's a workhorse. I figured he was a. De- oh, God's sake. Now he's broken. Going. Now he's broken. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't be so freaking greedy, though. Look at it from the brighter side. Patriots don't have to face Najee Harris in week two. Great. All right. And watch when Benny Snell gets the FedEx ground player of the week. And we, <laughs> oh, I hate this life, even though I love it. And it's a beautiful thing. Uh, I agree with you on most of those roster projections. We will be coming out uh, late Tuesday night or early Wednesday morning with a reaction to the roster cuts. Once again, all 50, all 32 teams are mandated to cut down to 53 players at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Tuesday, August 30th. So once that happens, we will get the six ringers together. We'll react to it. Uh, we'll, you know, obviously, we'll we'll see what goes on with Tyquan Thornton's going to injured reserve for a while and who gets dismissed and then who gets brought back. Uh, what you do with some of these other guys like Ty Montgomery. Many mysteries to be answered on the next Six Rings pod, which will be coming up just a day after you enjoyed this one. Uh, Andy, any final thoughts on... The words uttered by Coach Belichick, both on the radio this morning, at the stadium, uh, Matt Groh, uh, or any other topics uh, you would like to uh, address now before we wrap it up. Um, I thought he was strangely dismissive of the practice squad. Somebody asked him about practice squad, and he's like, I mean, you know, you're really talking about players 60 through 70, and I think if you look around the league, they don't really make a, uh, an impact in the league. You're, and I was like, are you the guy that used to love every player on the roster and like, mm-hmm. oh, the next guy could be the developmental who knows what guy? So he kind of poo-pooed the practice squad, which I didn't care for. I thought those were his people, the hardworking blue-collar fight to the finish, scrap their way onto the roster guys. Um, but I would also argue uh, all those guys we're talking about, he's probably right about. Whether they're yeah. the bottom six on the roster or the first six on the practice squad, mm-hmm. same, same, no matter. Not going to decide whether this team's good this year or not. And there might be some teams in the league that are so loaded with talent that the bottom six or bottom eight on their roster and half their practice squad are better than your actual team. We'll see what kind of trades they can pull off or who Bill may be looking to snipe from someone else via the wave of wire. Uh, Oh, I know. I'd like to wrap with this. Got to always love that extra squirt of lemon right in the eye, followed by a little salt bay. When Tom Brady uh, gets the, uh, don't worry about it. Some of the kids listening got it. Tom Brady gets number one player overall on the NFL top 100 as voted by his teammates and peers. Uh, That would be both people on his team and opponents as well. Uh, That's the fourth time he's won it since 2011. The distinction, the honor, it's not really an award. It's more just recognition. First time with Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. Um, the, the cornhole smelling dollar store beach by the upper panhandle in Tampa. God, I love and hate that place so much. Andy, good job. They were able to, yeah, I probably wouldn't win the award. I understand if he was still on the Patriots. I know, I know, I know, but you let the greatest player of all time go for a compensatory third. Not the best look, not the best look as people, uh, now resoundingly sound off about this in the comment section. Yep. People are not happy. Yeah, I mean, it's wrong. He's not the best player in the NFL. He shouldn't be no, number one not. on the list. Aaron, getting... I think Aaron Donald won it on pro football focus and finished number two by the NFL. Yeah, and I mean, is he good? Yes. Is he better than people could have ever imagined? Absolutely. I don't. I actually would love to do the, the truth serum game with Brady 
I don't think he thought he would be as good as he is at 45 years old. Like, I think. Uh, even no, he, he said he would retire if he sucks and he wanted to make it to 45. And now he's playing some of the best football led the league last year in pass attempts, in yards, touchdown passes. And if you gave him that truth serum, you'd also have to ask him, Tom, where did you get that plastic surgery that you got in the 11 days off? We thought you were doing the mass singer. He looks weird. Has anyone like ever doll. been more prescient than the court um, artist who did the the picture of Brady at the trial? And everybody's like Skeletor. He lo- he's become that. He's become that. I know you're. Laughing. I used to call that Zom. I used to call that Zom Brady. Now it's Tom. Like- that, that's what he looks like. And I, I there's all these like theories out there that part of his um, break when he said, "quote I'm 45. I got a lot of shit going on in my life." is that his face fillers were falling apart and he had to get like his face fillers fixed or something, plastic surgery. I'm a sucker for all these conspiracy theories, so I'll buy into any of them. But man, has that guy had a lot of work done and unbelievable amount of work. Why? Why? He was already handsome. He already had all American looks. He did not need to get He's a narcissist egomaniac. He did not need he did not need to get turned into like one of those dolls that chases around Woody in Toy Story 4. Like he's almost creepy looking now. Because he's nuts. He's superficial. He That's oh. what he cares about. So he had to get fake teeth and fake hair and fake cheeks and all those things that he's got that are fake. Okay. Masked singer, TB12 Institute, Bahamas vacation, face fillers, implants. It's all so strange. And yet at the same time, if he was still here, we would make up for and apologize, accept and deal with all of it. But as soon as he goes I somewhere would. else, yeah, fraudulent. Fraudulent, we say. Oh. Some of us were saying fraudulent like the last seven years of his career here when it was obvious that he was a complete fraud. But I will continue to say Tom Brady on the field is underrated. Tom Brady off the field, grossly overrated. (laughs) And it's this weird dynamic because I'm sorry, he just took a 10 day break from his team. Like, oh, the the winner takes all, gives up his life, fraud, 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 Mm -hmm. fraud, fraud. But the things he's accomplished on the field between those white lines I actually don't think people talk about enough. The numbers from last year, the numbers yeah, like for his career are just stupid. And we get caught up in, oh, he's a he's a leader and he's a winner and he's just one of the guys. And yeah, that's all BS. You know what isn't BS? His right arm and his mind, his and his will to win football mind. Those you can't things teach it stepped on the field are special off the field. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Kenny Tasney sums it up best right here. We uh, referred to Kenny earlier with a comment. We'll wrap with this one. Diehard Pats fan here. He wanted to own a piece of the Dolphins and play against the Pats twice a year. Still love the guy, but also F that guy. I think you, friend, I think you, friend, have resoundingly echoed the sentiments of one and many in Patriots Nation. Just like we have sounded off now for 40 some odd minutes about the roster, the preseason, Coach Belichick, Tom Brady, and more. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to read that comment from Jeff Stenberg. Thank you very much. It has something to do with Tampa. You guys can check it out on the socials if you want to go back here and rewatch it. Hopefully you guys have subscribed, rated, reviewed, and shared Six Rings with your friends who love the Patriots and so much more. We appreciate all the downloads and subscribers helping make us one of the biggest and fastest rising Pats pods in New England and all of Patriots Nation. For Andy Jumbo Hart, who you can follow at Jumbo Hart, me, your old pal, Nick Fitzy Stevens, at Fitzy GFY. This is the At Six Rings pod. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back in just one day's time, if you miss us so very much, with our reactions to the Patriots' 53-man roster cutdown. Till then, and as always, good night, God bless, get a drink, and go Pats. Dip, dip.
Hi, Bruins fans. Looking for more coverage of your favorite hockey team? Follow the Skate Pod hosted by Scott McLaughlin, Brian DeFelice, and me, Bridget Prue. Get your Bruins coverage from WEI's team of Bruins writers. We're the people who are at the games and talk to the players every week. For analysis of every Bruins game and exclusive interviews with the players, listen to the Skate Pod on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.